How can some achieve things in days that it takes others to achieve in months? How can some break through to higher levels of income, success, and achievement while others remain stuck in their present situation and can't seem to get out? These are the questions that this podcast aims to answer. Life hacking isn't about a shortcut or a cheat code. It's about strategies, ideas, tools, and tactics, and frameworks to accelerate success in business and in your life. After all, what good is an extraordinary business if you don't have an extraordinary life? It's time to have both. Welcome to the Life Hacking Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Life Hacking Podcast. Wow, today is a powerful episode because it's a powerful lesson and life hack that I learned a very long time ago and that I'm still learning every day. And some of you may fall into this category. In fact, most people are in this situation. And let me talk about today about the worst decision you can ever make in your life that you think is actually a good decision, you think might actually help you in life, but it will actually lead ultimately to unhappiness. It will lead to essentially an unfulfilled life. I mean, who actually wants that? To wake up every day and think, do I really matter? Do I actually make a difference? A few years ago when I started my first business, I had a business partner, and his entire goal was to work hard so that he could ultimately let the business run himself and spend his time on the golf course, spend his time home, just chilling, hanging out on the couch, watching Netflix, whatever it might be. And at first, I actually thought that was kind of enticing. You know, hey, that would be awesome to build a great business so I can just chill and really not worry about it. But then I realized how wrong I was. And I started thinking about all the people in their nine to five job that exists today. And I had a small stint in the nine to five job. And I have to say, I actually hated it. I hated being a nine to five job. I hated working for somebody else. I hated the fact that I would go and I knew that I was being called or inspired or pulled to do something, but I could really only live in a little bit of a box, whatever the company wanted me to do. And a lot of times I didn't necessarily believe in the company that I was working for at the time either. And so many of you are in this nine to five role. And in fact, most people, if you look at surveys and statistics, aren't actually happy with what they're doing. Because why? Well, first off, the biggest problem is that they choose to be in the 95. And most people go to their job at nine o'clock or eight o'clock, whatever the time is, they do what's required of them, they go home at five, then they go home, eat dinner, turn on the TV, and that's life. Well, if that's life, I don't know about you, but I don't actually want anything to do with that life. But for me, this was my life as well when I had that nine to five back 18 years ago. I mean, it's been a very long time. I remember times when actually going to the bathroom and looking at my phone was one of the most exciting things of the day. I mean, that's terrible, right? I remember times when I would sit there and watch the clock, 4.58, 4.59, five o'clock. Bam, I can go home now. And sometimes I would try to overachieve and leave at 5.10, 5.12 when everybody else left at five o'clock which is interesting because that is not a life that I even recognize today. But how many of you are in this situation, right? And why don't you leave the situation? There's usually one reason why. Because of security, right? You've got a good nine to five job that pays you a good amount of money, 
right? You don't necessarily have to rise up to your potential. You just have to simply do your job. And if you do your job, you're gonna have this job for 20 or 30 years. And by the time you're 65 years old, you can live the dream that you've been taught your whole life and you can retire. You can retire and you can be comfortable and do the things you wanna do. But of course, at 65 years old, you're not gonna have the same body as you did when you're 30. You're not gonna have the same energy as when you were 30 years old. You're certainly not gonna have the same passions because that will change over time. You're not gonna have the same energy to raise kids. And for example, when you're 65 years old, well, hopefully you're not raising kids at 65 years old, but maybe you're raising grandkids, right? The dream is always work until you're 65 and retire and then life begins. That's not a dream that I want to be a part of. That is not a dream that I want anything to do with. Why would you put off your ultimate happiness and everything that you want in life just because you have to get a little money to be able to retire and do the things that you truly want to do? What if you were able to do the things that you truly want to do today and you no longer had to wait for them? Here's the decision that a lot of you are making every day. And whether or not you own a business, you still fall into this same trap because I've fallen into it as well. Our natural state is to be lazy, right? A lot of us just don't want to show up every day. There's times where I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to work out. But I do it anyways. I want to be lazy at night. I want to sit down and watch Netflix, right? Instead of spending precious time with my kids that I should be spending. Because our natural state will always find the way out. It will always find the easiest route. And one of the worst decisions that you can ever make in your life is to be comfortable. Comfort is poison. Let me repeat that. Comfort is poison. Now, what do I mean by that? Have you heard of or do you know of any great thing, any incredible innovation, any life-changing opportunity that you have ever experienced that was born out of comfort? I can't think of a single one. Every single business opportunity that I've ever had that has changed my life, every single product that I have ever had that has improved my life was born out of a significant amount of adversity. And the comfort that you have in your life, and if you're comfortable, you are actually at most risk. Now, don't get me wrong, there is nothing with strategically taking time to refresh and unwind. But if you are seeking a life of comfort, you are seeking a life that will not have fulfillment. And you're sitting there in your nine to five job and you're thinking, I was born for more. So do you ever feel this way that you're like born for more and you feel inspired to do something, but then you're like, oh my gosh, if I leave my nine to five job, or if it's not a nine to five job, if I leave my comfort zone, that I'm leaving the safety and security of what I know for something that I don't know. It's like taking a few steps into the darkness because you have no idea what the outcome is gonna be. And the fact that most businesses fail within the first year, 50%, and by the way, only 4% actually last over 10 years. Yeah, that's an actual statistic. You know, as business owners, we call ourselves gladiators, right? Because we think we're strong and we're amazing. But the truth is, is we're like gladiators where the longer you play the game, the longer you stay in business, the more likely you are to die. Wow, how's that for a prospect? And so what happens? Most of us don't get uncomfortable. Now, this doesn't mean you have to leave your job and start a business, but there's a lot of areas in your life where you're way too comfortable, where your life is good. And if you want a good life, great, that's wonderful. But if you want that, 
you will never achieve the potential that you were born to have. Good is the enemy to great. If your life is good, if you're comfortable, you are at most risk. Because if your life is good, then it keeps you playing small. I think one of the biggest problems we have with men and women today, especially men, and I know this because I am one, I've been one my whole life, so I have a lot of experience in this area, is that we get comfortable, life becomes good, we have so many luxuries around us, at least in the United States, and what happens? We don't push ourselves to be better. We get comfortable and we never reach the potential that we have. And not only that, the longer life is good, the longer that we are comfortable, the more likely you are to sedate, the more likely you are to fall asleep. I think one of the biggest challenges with especially men today is that we are asleep. We do not wake up to really what's happening around us and we definitely don't wake up to the giant that is inside of every single one of us, every single one of you. The scariest day of my life, and I told you this before, was the day I read the following quote. And I don't remember who it was from. In fact, I think it was uh, from an anonymous source at the time that I read it. Hopefully someday I can track down who actually gave this quote. But it scared me to death. And I was at a point in my life where I wasn't comfortable. I had just left a life of massive comfort and realized that it led me down a path that ultimately led me to an unfulfilled life, a depression, a sadness and waking up without a purpose every day, just as if I was in that nine to five job that wasn't making a difference in anyone's life, except it was giving me a paycheck. I wasn't about that. And at this dark time in my life where I had struggled for a couple of years trying to figure out who I really was and what I was meant to do. And this wasn't, by the way, when I was 20 years old, this was after I had a really successful career and sold a business for a ton of money. Well, I'm sitting there and I read this quote and it says, the scariest day of your life is the day you die. When the person you are meets the person you could have become. And I looked at my life and I'm like, am I the person I was meant to become? If I died right now with the person that I was meant to become and the person that I was when I died, the same person? And the answer was absolutely not, not even close. In fact, when I did an analysis on my life, I realized I was about 10% of my potential, which meant that I was leaving 90% of who I really was on the table. And I was losing out on who knows countless of opportunities. Not only that, I was losing out on countless of opportunities to help bless and change the lives of other people. How many people could I have positively influenced? How many lives could I have changed through the work and products that I, that I have that weren't changed because I decided to be comfortable. I decided to be good. I decided to sedate and play small. And that woke me up and it led me on a two or three year journey to rise. And I went crazy. And that one quote motivated me every single day to rise, to learn, to grow, to focus on growth and contribution in my life every day of my life and I've been doing it ever since. And sometimes it's not easy. And you guys know this, I spent three hours on myself every day from 4.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. every day. From my body, to my mindset, to my spirituality, to my family. And I'm constantly learning, 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 learning. At least an hour, if not two hours, every day. I'm learning something new. I'm exposing myself to knowledge. And it's amazing to me what's happened in just three years. First off, my life is totally different. Second off, I have so much more of a purpose. Third, I mean, just this very morning, I was listening to something that was pretty inspirational to me 
Because sometimes, you know, when I would do like a podcast or when I would do a video on my YouTube channel, I would come up to the microphone and I would have all this fire and all this momentum the morning or the day before and I turned the mic on and it's not there. It's all gone. You've never had this before where you want to move a certain direction and you go to take action. And you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I say? Well, that was me for a long time. But then I realized this morning, for example, I'm listening to this inspired talk on YouTube from a very inspirational person. And all of a sudden, all these memories start flooding into me of everything that I've learned, of the experiences that I've had. And I start writing them down. And I started writing down quotes, not of what was actually being said, but what I was hearing in my mind and things that I had taught myself and, and truths that I had learned before. And I'm writing them down and I'm reading them. I'm going, oh my gosh, have you ever actually thought something or said something and you wrote it down and you looked at it and you were inspired by yourself? <laughs> I know that sounds completely crazy. And I'm not saying I'm this crazy inspirational person. No, not at all. But what I wrote down this morning, I inspired myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, where did that come from? Have you ever opened your mouth and you were amazed at what actually came out? That's happened to me several times. But I promise you, if you are living a life of comfort, you will not be happy because the life of comfort is a life without purpose. And I don't mean that you can't have things that provide the comforts of life. You need to feed your family. You need to be out of debt. All of those things simply free you up from playing small. You see, in my mind, the purpose of comforts isn't so that you can sedate and just live a good life because that actually suppresses who you are and keeps you playing small. But the person that can be truly great is the one can live with the comforts and rise from it and not allow that comfort to let them play small. Because the more comfort you are, the more likely you are to take the easy road out. Because again, that's just the nature of us. We always want to find the easy way out. I do too, right? I want to be lazy all the time, but I keep showing up. And the more I show up, the more I am amazed at the result that comes from showing up every day. So how do you get rid of this? How do you get out of comfort? It is not easy at all. And sometimes I think, well, I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. But I found a way, a life hack that I love. And I shared a little bit of this in an earlier podcast. But I want to go a little bit deeper into that because it really helps me rise. For example, I am speaking at a conference in Portland next week. And I don't know, to about a thousand business owners or so. Every single time I speak in front of a group that big, and this happens every time, before I get on stage, and even a week before, because right now this is gonna happen next Tuesday, I always get very nervous. Am I saying the right things? Am I delivering the right message? I start thinking about the audience. How can I serve them at the highest level? And fear enters my mind. It doesn't matter how many times I do it, I'm still very uncomfortable getting on stage. Now, usually when I get on stage and I get into flow in the first five minutes, I actually love it and I enjoy it and I crave it. And I'm like, when I'm done, I'm like, I wanna do that again. Let's do it again. And I get so much charge from the audience and I get so much charge from being on stage talking, especially to business owners, because that's my jam, right? But there is never a time where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be easy. There's never a time when I'm comfortable in preparation for that event. And I always like try to change things at the last minute or like, how can I better serve the audience? And I'm going through that, that right now. But there's never a time when I'm actually comfortable. But I get up and I open my mouth anyways. But guess what? If I would have never booked that speaking engagement, I wouldn't have the opportunity 
to be uncomfortable. Think about that inspiration that you're having, that inspiration, that voice inside of you that's calling you and telling you that you're more and calling you to more. Many are called, but few are chosen. I think all of you have some quote calling in life, but very few of you will be chosen because the person that can rise to the calling is the person that is chosen. In other words, you have to choose it. And if you choose that calling, if you choose to rise, then you become chosen. But there are so many of us that don't actually ever rise to that. So how do you do that? Here's the life hack. Commit first. If I would have never committed to talk at that conference next week in Portland, I would have never had the opportunity to learn, to grow, to rise, to be uncomfortable, to take the action, get on, to get on stage. I learned this when I was doing marathons and Ironmans. The best way to train for a marathon is to first sign up for a marathon. Commit first. The best way to finish an Ironman is to number one, sign up for an Ironman. Because once you've signed up, you've committed. Yes, there is a way out, but the best kind of commitment is one where you have no way out. Or at least the way out is harder than the way in. For example, committing to this talk next week in Portland, it would be much harder for me to call the organizers and say, oh, I'm not gonna do it. Think about like embarrassment, letting people down, right? They, they would have to find a speaker last minute. That would be much more uncomfortable for me than actually going through the discomfort of putting it together, getting on stage and delivering hopefully a powerful message to a thousand business owners. When you commit first, you will always rise. Let me repeat this again. When you commit first, you will always rise. You might not rise to the level that you want to rise to, but you're definitely going to rise well above where you are today if you commit first. So think about an area in life where you're feeling pulled to and actually commit. Yesterday, for example, I've been feeling called to do events like crazy. I need to do more events. I need to speak at more events. I need to do my own events and be able to help people rise to who they really are. And this is something that I've been feeling for a while. And then I've done so many events and I think about how much goes into an event and how much planning and preparation and getting other speakers as well and then getting an MC and then recruiting and of course marketing the event and it is so much work. Now every time I do it after I'm done with an event, people's lives change and my life changes as well because there's a message that I know that I have to deliver the world. I'm not saying this to impress you. I'm not saying that I'm this great life changer. No, not at all. I just know that I am called to serve people. And when that call comes, the qualification comes as well. And I've seen lives change. I've gotten the letters. I've gotten the emails from people saying, wow, you talked about this. And some of them I don't even remember, right? And it changed my life. And every time I get an email or a letter or a note like that, it is the best thing in the world. That is the paycheck. So I'm feeling called to do events. So what did I do yesterday? I called a buddy of mine. I'm like, hey, I need to do an event. Are you in? And I picked the date and started committing other speakers and me to this event. And now I'm stuck. I have committed. They know what's happening. I know what's happening. Now I'm going to start marketing it, get a, get prepared for it. And it's going to happen because I made the commitment first. I called people, committed them, and now I'm fully committed. And there is no way out unless if I want to disappoint someone else, which to me, that's even worse. So if you want a great life, not just a good life. Start thinking about where you are today and think about who you really are and ask yourself the question, if I died today with the person that I am, meet the person I could have become. Are they the same person 
or is there a massive cap chasm? And I would be willing to say that 100% of you would say that the person that you are today is not the person that you could have become. That is a key indicator that you have got to rise. The world is not getting easier, it is getting harder. If you're a father or if you're a mother, your children are growing up in a world that you did not grow up in. It is vastly different. They need the best of you. The world needs the best of you. Are you gonna remain in comfort? Are you going to have a good life? Or are you going to choose to rise to the person that you were born to be, the person that you always meant to become and become that person? They say that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree, today, right now. Choose to rise to the person that you were always meant to become. You have lives to change, including your own life. And as I think of the journey that I've been on, especially the past three years, this journey of growth and knowledge and development and personal development, I have to say, this is one of the happiest times in my life because of who I am becoming. And I'm learning to not just find joy in the accomplishment, but find joy in every step of the journey. So I hope this was really helpful to you. I hope this was inspirational to you. I hope this message really resonates in your heart. And if you wanna know how to truly rise, email me. I might have some thoughts for you. Eric at ericsorensen.com. I'll put it in the description. Email me. I'd love to have a conversation with you. That's it for today. We will see you in the next Life Hacking Podcast. Thanks.